Welcome to The Key Lies Within. Here I share the inner workings of my thoughts and experiences as a form of therapy for self and discovery of those conscious and unconscious happenings. I do this in hopes that you all can resonate with or not with those same happenings and um, in or elaborate on similar ideals or just open yourself up to totally different new ideal, fresh ideas in an effort to create awareness around. So as of lately, I've uh, really focused on gaining better understandings as um, of myself and things I play a direct, indirect part in through relationships, being with myself and others, and my responsibilities, what I need to take care of, what I can do different, and just my day-to-day life as to the stuff I should be doing, shouldn't be doing, things I want to do, things I need to be doing, kind of thing. All in an effort to gather information about what truly resonates with me and also absorb different ideals because now I'm becoming very open to, like, I don't have all the perspectives of the world. So it's always nice to hear different perspectives and gain an understanding of why that uh, perspective has come about, even if it's still something that I wouldn't take on for some reason. So I've made some really major discoveries, one being on the importance of having personal preference and a standard of living, which it this is all stemming from that, that infamous ideal, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for if you don't stand, yeah, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. And I'm learning the idea of listening more and speaking less. But when I need to voice my opinion, voice how I'm feeling, I have been very good at being very honest about how I'm feeling about something that may have that may I even if I may have had a misunderstanding about it or if it's just something that just doesn't sit well with me I'm voicing it now because I I've been so used to being so reserved and just letting life happen around me and when that happens people can pick up on that so they attest you they do things towards you they catch you off guard because they can feel like for the most part like you're a free spirit and she won't say anything. But now I'm saying something and I'm not just making myself accessible. Especially not making myself accessible at the expense of myself. If I really don't want to do it, even though I'm really nice, I can say no. I have that liberty. And so so I'm just taking that space to understand what my preferences are and understand what other preference people preferences are too because you can always get ideas about how you can change your preference and make it more efficient for yourself and even even how to give advice to other people about their preference and things of that nature so it becomes like a a good exchange because we grow when we learn from from seeking knowledge not just Stand where we were two years ago or three months ago. And so all of this ties in to me making a conscious effort to focus on the creation and the preservation of my private life.
And you may ask, what do you mean by that? So there's a difference between living in secrecy and having a private life. Living in secrecy is, you know, I move and I move and have my being in secret and nobody knows how I'm moving. Nobody knows where I am. Nobody knows what I'm thinking. Nobody knows nothing because I keep it a secret. And then when someone inquires about it, I dismiss it. But a private life is simply me choosing, like me choosing not to find validation in the way that I live my life through other people. So if I'm having different experiences with, uh, well, if I'm if I'm dating somebody or if I'm uh, going somewhere, I don't have to. I don't. My excitement in living my life doesn't have to come through me being able to tell my friends a good story. And so uh, my, uh, living a private life also, I'm learning, is also not having to explain yourself. Like explain why you're doing it, why somebody else doing something. You know, it's just like, if you ask, I tell you. But as far as feeling like I have to check in... Or I have to keep you in the knowing of what's happening in my life. That is no longer. But that is also the ha- the happenings of living a private life. And so when, when I found through living more privately that I truly beat to my own drum. Like I don't have any regret. I don't feel bad about things I do or say because... Uh, there's no one I'm not holding myself to someone else's standard I'm holding myself to my own standard and if I feel I do something that doesn't sit right with me I have to figure out if that's truly something that discomforts me or is discomforting if I was to tell somebody or if somebody was aware of it and so through beating to my own drum I'm also creating my own standards so I don't have to be somewhere I don't want to be. I don't have to tell somebody everything that I'm doing, what I'm doing, when I'm doing, how I'm doing, where I'm doing it. It's just simply creating a life for me that's suitable for me without any interference, any validation. And then also, I don't have to do anything that makes me uncomfortable. That is a big thing because a lot of times, me being a people pleaser, I do do things where I do do things that put me at a in an inconvenient position, and I just write it off as you know this is my loved one. I just want to help them. I want to, you know, give them the gift of the way I'm thinking about this versus just giving that that date that information and not coddling them. Not saying I'm going to take care of X, Y, and Z when you can, you're very capable of taking care of X, Y, and Z and I could just show you the tools. So not putting myself in the position where, you know, I elect to do something for somebody unconsciously and then I look back and I'm like, dang, that's going to put me at a real inconvenience. But now I don't renege on it because it's like, well, that's what I'm supposed to do because... That that's a loved one or someone I cherish. Oh, and the 
a big one is not settling or accepting. So if if I'm not if it's you don't have to settle for less. And I deserve what I have and worked for and should not alter my plans, what I really want for myself personally because somebody else may not understand it. So a big part of living a private life for me so far, I've found that it's been a lot of not keeping up with what I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be at 27 or how I'm supposed to be at 27 or how I'm supposed to interact with people or how I'm supposed to save money, where I'm supposed to be now in life. You know, it's eliminating the Jones. Eliminating uh, um, It eliminates uh, Other standards Other people's standards Of what I should and shouldn't be doing And if you ask me I will share information That I feel like sharing But I'm not sharing it In a way that Would have that I would no longer share it in the way that I feel that I'd be delivering to you in kitten gloves because I don't know your response. And that had been a big thing too, like walking on eggshells because you don't know how a person will react to what you're saying, you know. And then, yeah, so. And that... And, yeah, and I did mention the whole being accessible for people, being able to be tangible, you know, that comes with kind of that accessibility, not having that accessibility seems very, like a very key component of having a private life because you're not always waiting to be convenient for someone, you know, and you uh you can still be who you are in the meantime you don't have to be nasty to people you don't have to be dismissive but you just have to be true to what you want and being accessible and always waiting on people has been very anxiety stricken and now I still I still see some of the habits and now that I'm becoming more conscious of it I'm doing things that that make that that uh that helps me be that helps me pull back a little bit. So for instance, like putting my phone on silent if I'm at home. And even pulling my phone on silent at work and versus vibrate because vibrate is still some form of notification that prompts you to pull the phone. But on silent, I'm not pulling the phone until I'm like, oh, let me pick up my phone. I'm like, oh somebody called or oh, somebody messaged me. You know, I'm just not readily accessible because I don't get stuff done either. If if I'm excited to communicate with somebody and they say they were going to call me, putting that phone on ring, it just kind of keeps me like waiting. And that's time that's just peeling away that I can be doing something for myself. So, what you know what I do? I put the phone on silent. And even social media, learning that that is some level of accessi- being accessible because... You, you're accessible to others' content and you just kind of like on like auto to just see what people's, people are doing 
And that's taking time from from yourself too, because now you've unless it's like some form of research, but if it's just mindless activity, you know, you're pulling yourself out of that in that situation. So my takeaway, my biggest takeaway, my current takeaway is living my best private life or living your best private life comes with understanding that self has to be at the forefront. You don't have to be selfish. You don't have to be selfless. You just have to consider yourself in the situation. So if I wanted to go help my cousin rearrange something or decorate something, I have to then think, okay, if she wants to do it at noon, I know noon would be pushing it for me. And she's like, well, I really need to do this at noon. And I just know that noon is not feasible for me. Instead of trying to rearrange what I'm doing to make sure I'm there at noon, we come up with some compromise that still puts us, like each other, like ourselves at the forefront. And we find a happy medium versus one person compensating for the other and one person feeling like they had to rearrange what they were doing, rearrange themselves to make something happen. So it doesn't make you selfish or even selfless. It's just a focus on what 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 it, what am I bringing to self in in my life. And that is all for this episode. I thank you for listening, and don't forget to uh, share this episode with anyone that you find would um, find it helpful. And um. Uh, send in some some voice recordings or even you can email me at Kayla K-A-L-A Paul P-A-U-L 0492 at gmail.com if you want to start a conversation about anything if you have ideas about anything but do but through Anchor you have the ability to send the voice recorders so you can do that too just any way just either way of contact I am open to and then also I have a Twitter account and the Instagram that you can reach me at both being woman manifest woman manifesto one is w o o m a n i f e s t o and that's the Twitter account and the Instagram just has an extra o in the beginning I thank you. I thank you. I hope this finds you well. And until later.